three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20s and 20 podcast, where we cover everything you need to know about your 20s in only 20 minutes. I'm Mallory Metz, and this is as good as it gets. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of 20s and 20. I'm Mallory Metz, and today we have a very exciting guest. We have Stuart Fisher. Stuart, hello. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you on. Why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live. My name's Stuart Fisher. I currently live in Denver, Colorado, but actually opted in for a six-month COVID leave from my company. So I am currently living in Vail, Colorado, which has been amazing. I'm 31 years old and went to SMU in Dallas, Texas for college. And yeah, I'm just excited to be here and kind of share with women in their 20s. We'll start off with today's topic. We're really going to be talking about height, which sounds so corny, but (laughs) I'm tall and you're tall. So I feel like it's a lot more prevalent in our lives. Yes. How tall are you? I'm I'm 5'11", so I think you may be slightly taller. Yes. I'm six feet. If I'm being totally honest, I'm probably 6'1". Let's get a little bit of background on you. You went to SMU. When did you graduate? What was your college experience like? I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and went to SMU in Dallas for college, Pony Up, and then graduated. I got an internship my senior year of college at Southwest Airlines, and May will be 10 years with Southwest Airlines, (laughs) so it's kind of crazy, but it's just been an amazing company to work for. I'm currently a flight attendant for them. Obviously, we are struggling as an industry currently and really having a very difficult time, but it's just been an amazing place to work and 10 years just flew by. I can't believe I've been out of college for 10 years now, but I've been able to travel the world and do so many amazing things through my benefits with Southwest. So I'm just really grateful for my experience with them. It is such a crazy time with how the airline industry has taken such a turn. Right. It's been really hard. I worked nonstop throughout this pandemic. I was living alone and there was nothing else to do. So I went to work and it's been really hard, but I have been very fortunate that I was able to take one of the six months leaves that Southwest offered. And it's just been such a nice break from people and traveling and going to hotels without food, you know, having Mm -hmm. to wear a mask for 12 hours a day at work is really hard. So I just hope people listening to this always remember to be kind to your flight attendants, obviously be kind to everyone that's in the customer service industry right now, because it's just been so hard and everyone's trying to do their best. Diving right in, I really want to talk tall girl problems. This is as I've already said, something I'm super passionate about because I live this literally every day. I really just want to start off with dating. For me, being in my younger 20s, dating apps are so prevalent. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would love to hear about what dating in your 20s was like. I'm so excited to talk to a fellow tall girl about this, obviously. It's hard. It's difficult to be a tall woman. And it was really hard for me in my 20s. So dating apps kind of came, I would say, five years ago or so, right when I had moved to Denver, Tinder was happening, Bumble finally started happening, Hinge, all of those things. People were super excited about them. And I went on a couple online dates throughout my 
20s, but honestly, I just was never into it. What was unique for me was my whole day was spent talking to strangers. And the last Mm -hmm. thing I wanted to do was come home and go to a bar and meet a stranger. I just did not love the whole dating app process, period, dot, whether I was tall or not. And it was hard because, you know, you put on your profile and then someone shows up and height, unfortunately, does matter to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but I've always been more attracted to taller men. People always wanted me to compromise on that. Well, what if someone you love is 5'9"? I'm like, I love a lot of men who are 5'9". I have a lot of great relationships with men who are my best friends, but I'm not typically attracted romantically to someone who is much shorter than me. You know, six feet, 5'11". I get it. But once we're going many inches (laughs) shorter than me, I just don't feel comfortable and I don't feel intimacy with that person. And I don't think I have to negotiate on that. And I was always told in my 20s to negotiate on that. And I just don't believe that tall women should feel that they have to. I hear you so loud and clear because every time I either like have a bad date or like I'm kind of ranting about how I'm struggling to meet people, my friends, they're always pushing for like, well, why don't you give some shorter guys a chance? And I'm like, that's just not what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ask a shorter girl, well, would you date a shorter guy? No. Okay, then why are you telling me that I have to date a shorter guy? And to all the short guys out there, like not a big deal. You know, it's just we're all made differently. And we all like different things. That's what's so great about humanity. I just want to convey the message that if you're a tall girl listening, you're not being picked you're not being unreasonable you don't have to look for someone shorter you can have things that are very important to you and I'm sure you understand and it's hard for people to understand who don't struggle with being tall and with being different and I think it is just something that's very empowering and should not be told that oh well maybe you'd find someone if you'd open up to shorter men you don't have to do that and if you're not attracted to someone there's no way to just create that for yourself 100% and My rebuttal to that is always like some of my best guy friends who are, like you said, five, seven, five, eight, a good amount of inches shorter than me are also not attracted to me. And that's fine. (laughs) So I'm like, why do we have to play this devil's advocate? But he is cute. I'm like, I'm cute. (laughs) Yeah. Like I lived until I was 31, relatively single. Of course, I like loosely dated people, hooked up with people throughout my 20s. But am in the first like very serious relationship of my life and I am so happy that I waited so happy that I never gave into the social pressures of dating someone shorter or feeling that all my friends are married I have to get married let's just go out and find someone who will marry me I was told a lot of times that I was too picky because towards the end of my 20s I made a list of everything I wanted in a significant other and very detail oriented I knew all those things would not come true but I did not see that as being picky I saw that as this is the person I'm trying to bring into my life and no man is told they're too picky women are told they're too picky and that their only value sometimes is being married and that's just not true I lived 
all the way until 31 without a significant relationship. And I was very happy (laughs) and was not going to commit my life to someone until I felt very strongly about them. If you were to give advice to people in their 20s out there dating, looking to meet people, obviously this world has taken a crazy turn. It's not how it used to be. But what do you feel are the best ways of meeting people, whether it's from your past experiences or from how your friends have met people out there? Online dating just wasn't right for me. And I didn't feel that I needed to be guilted into online dating. It never felt right. So I would say like, whatever feels right to you is what will work out for you. I just always had this feeling that I was going to meet him organically. And I kind of trusted that, although it was very hard. (laughs) You know, I would go in flows of doing the apps, getting off, you know, I'd have a New Year's resolution of like, okay, I'm going to go on a date every month this year and two of my other best friends were single and so we'd check in like once a month did you go on your date and I just struggled with (laughs) online dating and wanting to do that I would say like I'm very outgoing so this was easier for me than it may be for some people but just striking up conversation for me is very easy so with my job I was very lucky that I saw lots of men every single day (laughs) and I didn't always have the opportunity to like strike up conversation with them but I was able able to meet people organically. If I was in the elevator, you know, one of my friends, she saw this really cute guy in her building and she's not typically the type of person who would just go up to a guy, but you know, we were a little bit later in our twenties and she was like, you know, screw it. And they've been dating for like a year. I just (laughs) encourage women to take that first step. I know it's super scary. I didn't always love that, but men are just as scared, you know, and it doesn't always have to be them making the first move. I think though, trusting yourself, you know, if you don't like going on dating apps, you don't have to. And if you love going on dating apps, I have a couple friends who love doing that, going on dates, meeting new people. That's great. It's an awesome way to do it. But I think don't be afraid to connect organically with someone and just see someone in the coffee shop like, hey, how's your day going? I think it's hard right now. Human contact is very disarming in this current culture, but we have to try to get away from that because we were already going to be a disconnected society and I don't want COVID to push us even further into disconnecting from real human beings. These are hard, hard times. It's hard to just exist right now. And I just encourage anyone who has ever thought or would be, you know, wanting to get some sort of help from a professional. Like it is why I found, you know, my current relationship. It is constantly making me a better person in this relationship with him, you know, and I just like want to encourage anyone who thinks about it to find a therapist that works for them. One question I've been dying to ask you is just as a tall woman, what are some challenges you've had to overcome that other people who are not tall women haven't (laughs) even thought about? I would say it's a much smaller dating pool. And Mm -hmm. so it's harder because My 5'4 best friend goes on dates like every single month. No problem. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't find a person a month that I want to go on a date with. It's already hard to meet a person that you want to spend all your time with and a person that you want to fall in love with. You know, there's so many things that have to match up that on top of that, I feel like men are getting shorter and (laughs) women are getting taller. (laughs) So I think for me, I just always felt like I had the smallest dating pool You know, it was like, oh, cool. He's interesting. Oh, five, six, like 
skipping, you know? And again, I just chose that that was not something that I was interested in. It's all up to what's best and feels most right to you. So I think that was always the hardest part being like a tall woman was... I felt like it was so hard to find any men that I was even interested in because they at least had to be six feet tall. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I like joke on this podcast all the time. I have filters on the dating apps that are like six, one and up. We'll get into this later, but men lie about their height. That's a whole other So if they're saying they're 5'11", they're probably 5'9", obviously. I can't say that I'm not like rounding down here. So, So that's why it was always easier for me to just meet the person in person rather than like going through talking on the apps then like going to a bar and realizing oh like as soon as you get there like I'm just not romantically attracted to this person it feels discouraging these days it feels like the only way to meet people is online but I'm here to share that you can meet people (laughs) organically (laughs) your previous comment really leads me into let's talk about how you met your current boyfriend (laughs) in this pandemic world yes everyone hunkered down in March and I was like okay you know I was single and was like I'm not dating in a quarantine. I didn't want to date before on the internet. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely not doing this the quarantine way. Props to one of my best friends who like had FaceTime dates and like I was so proud of her. I could not do that, but I met Taylor in May of this year and of course, he is a pilot for Southwest Airlines. I'm a flight attendant. So we met <laughs> flying, which is just so cliché for me to say still. I've been a flight attendant now for seven years with Southwest and you know you just stop paying much mind to the pilots you see them every leg every day they interchange in and out all the time and so you just don't engage with them much as you become a more senior flight attendant it was just funny because I still love the story so much so at the beginning of this year I want to back up a second because I think this is important like as I had said I always felt a strong intuition that I was going to meet this person just organically And I had an even stronger intuition at the beginning of this year that he was coming, which is so weird to say now. (laughs) Probably a little like woo-woo for some people, but I just had this very strong feeling that he was close. And that kind of like held me up in those moments where I really struggled of just like being alone. And I wanted that support system more than anything else. So this was when Southwest wasn't serving. So I'm just like sitting in the back of the airplane and the captain gives us our briefing and I was just like he looks familiar like how do I know this guy we were all Denver based so like I probably flew with him at some point I didn't know how I remembered him we took off and we're cruising and the captain calls back and he goes hey Stuart did you write a mechanical bull on an overnight in San Juan like five years ago (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh I knew I knew you but I couldn't remember where I knew you from and you know we weren't serving so I was able to go up to the front I had a picture from that overnight in San Juan and so I wanted to show him so I like went up to the front was kind of like talking to them which is not something I ever really do anymore and Taylor was his first officer so the other pilot up there and we just yeah kind of hit it off and Taylor
Taylor asked a lot of thoughtful, interesting questions, which piqued my interest, but he was seated. And so I was like, okay, like we're going to have to see how tall he is. He stood up and thankfully he's 6'3". So we were very excited about that. (laughs) It's been very surprising, but also just so easy. And we've been together almost five months, so it's not a long time, but it's so different when you're 31, (laughs) you know, like this is something different and this is something special and this is something I want to pursue and work hard at. That's what I think was cool about the list is I had all these ideas, but he has so many of the qualities that were very non-negotiable for me. But at the same time, you know, he has a lot of different qualities that I didn't even know that I really wanted and that I love so much. So it's been really fun. We're both taking this leave together, which has been an amazing opportunity to start our relationship and just really get to know each other. I love that. One of the first (laughs) things I do when I meet someone who is dating someone or married, I'm always like, how'd you meet your significant other? And that is such a good story. Do you think if you would have asked yourself 10 years ago, like, hey, by the way, in the future, you're going to meet someone, he's going to be a pilot, you would have been like, that's so cliche, no way. Uh, Yes. And it's like most pilots are older, married, all of those things. So I just never have been super interested but I like tell my friends this I've just been so shocked at how much I've enjoyed I've never had a romance like with a coworker, and <laughs> so I've just been surprised at how nicely it's worked out okay guys Stuart's over here pushing inner <laughs> company relationships yes, yes. <laughs> you can dip your pen in company inks yes you it's can okay. <laughs> yes you can all right Stuart well every episode I end with a segment about pet peeves relative to the subject I've been talking about today I'm so excited I personally have probably like a hundred pet peeves about being a tall woman height things that we face in our day-to-day oh so many I was like laughing when you sent me the think about your pet peeves about being tall and I'm like I don't even have to think they're just readily available all the time obviously for me it was different working with strangers my coworkers are strangers all of the people on the airplane are strangers every single flight is different people obviously that has been really interesting and I've learned <laughs> some of my pet peeves mine would start with just like there's no need to try to connect with a tall woman or any person in general based on a physical characteristic so how tall are you did you play basketball did you play volleyball it must be hard to find a boyfriend because you're so tall you know there's so many questions like that that just don't help to get to know the person any better does it matter to you that I have brown hair probably not so I don't really know why it matters that I'm six feet tall I was trying to think about some pet peeves I have which again the laundry list is long I had some dating app inspiration recently that like the things guys say on dating apps kind of blow my mind I had one guy who was 5'5 message me on Hinge like they can like you with a comment first. So I had one guy message me and say, let me be your little spoon. No. 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 That line will never work. And I feel like we need to go back to the, my biggest pet peeve is probably men lying about their height on dating apps because who are you lying to if it's not to the tall girl? Like 
two inches is substantial. 5'11 is different from 5'9. 5'9 is different from 5'7. And it's just like, who cares how tall you are? But like, you need to accurately portray yourself online. I tried to make it very clear pictures standing next to people, pictures Mm -hmm. of me that just show that I am not your 5'2 girl. And if that's what you're looking for, like, totally cool. I'm not it. My dating app line on all my profiles is literally just a 5'11 girl in a 5'2 world like I like wait can I please steal that so I got all these comments being a flight attendant and you have to wear heels being a flight attendant so I'm like 6'2 at work and I was just so fed up like a year or two ago that I made these business cards that are like yes I'm tall no I didn't play basketball and obviously (laughs) I also have a boy's name so I was like yes my name is Stuart no my parents didn't want a boy (laughs) which is like give them to people when it was just too much for me to handle I could talk to you for like five more hours about this. Thank you so much for coming on. Today was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait till we can hopefully one day meet in real life. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go to our Instagram, follow us, give us a like, give us a shout out, tell your mom, tell your grandma, and leave us a comment. Thanks for joining us.